0: Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. Well, it seems that yesterday's Darren Daly created quite a stir, debunking the great lie of a quitter never wins and a winner never quits. Sounds great in a speech or on an Instagram post, but it's a massively constraining mentality and it can have dangerous personal effects on your philosophy. Lots of questions came up yesterday about knowing when is the right time to quit and when you should just persist. It's a good question, and I'll try to give you some framework for that today. Sometimes it's obvious, right? I mean, if you're trying to become wealthy by playing the lottery every week? Persistence will not help you. Positive thinking, prayers, novenas, vision boards, none of that is going to aid you either. The only secret to winning the lottery is to quit playing it. My sister-in-law was convinced she was destined to marry the famous Latin singer Louise Miguel. I mean convinced. She had regular dreams about it that she relentlessly recounted to all innocent bystanders, yours truly as well, as her evidence that this was divinely inspired and quote-unquote meant to be. Oh, and her psychic confirmed this premonition as well, and I wish I were kidding. Hey, an infatuation is fine. We've all had them, but she's 50 years old, and the mental, emotional, and psychological investment in this direction didn't leave any room for anything else less than this fantasy. You see, You have to quit on some things so that you are freed to pursue other things or even just be available for other things as they show up. Fashion designer Vera Wang quit on her dream and career as a figure skater. What a quitter. But I did say Vera Wang, and you know her name, right? Jack Dorsey and Evan Williams had a company called Odeo, a podcasting platform. As soon as they heard that Apple came out with iTunes, they quit Odeo. Wow, really? Just in the face of a A little fight with a Goliath? You're just gonna quit? What weenies? You might be thinking. Now, being freed up, the next thing they decided to start was called Twitter, which is valued at more than 22 billion dollars. We wouldn't even know or care who Jack or Evan was if they hadn't been quitters. William Wrigley Jr. had a soap and baking powder sales business in the 1890s. He used to give away free chewing gum with purchase. The gum proved to be more popular than his actual product, which maybe says more about his soap and baking powder, who knows. Either way, he quit. He quit the soap biz to start manufacturing gum. Quitter, you shout! Well, today, Wrigley chewing gum is one of the most recognizable brands in American history and still, to this day, generates billions of dollars in revenue annually. Now, yesterday, y'all asked about how all those famous stories that you've been pumped up with all your life. What about the never-die persistence of Thomas Edison and his light bulb thingy? Or Walt Disney, who actually quit his company laugh by the way? Or Colonel Sanders, who was rejected 1,009 times before he succeeded? If they had quit, they'd never have gotten anywhere. Well, obviously, they didn't quit the right things, but they did quit a lot of the wrong things, which included most everything else. You already know that it takes hard work to become successful, but that's only half the story. It also takes insight to pick the right things to stick with and the insight to pick the wrong things that you have to quit on and the courage to actually do it. Here's the a five question framework to evaluate your choices. Okay. Number one, are you doing what you're doing because you think that is what you should do? Because it is what your parents, your priest, your peer group, commercial media, or societal ideals tells you that you should do and expects of you. Take a deep look inside. Are you really doing what you are doing for you? Or are you living up to some imprinting and programming that has been projected upon you? If it's the latter, quit. Number two, if you are no longer loving what you are doing, I mean at all, the day-to-day grind is exhausting and sometimes debilitating, but you still have a fire for it. if you don't and you can't regenerate it by refocusing back on the art of it, quit quote life's too short to spend it unhappy, said the quitter Paul Allen. when he quit on Microsoft back in nineteen eighty two quitting probably cost him sixty billion dollars, but gave him 36 more years of life and the twenty billion that he had left was still enough to buy happiness, mega yachts, the Seattle Seahawks, and a ton of contribution through his philanthropy. Number three, it's just not working. Investors don't want to invest. Employees don't want to join and customers don't want to buy. Pay attention to the clues. I don't care how much you love it and how much persistence you throw at it. Sometimes it's just not a good idea or a worthy business. It's probably a hobby and should stay one. You need to quit. Number four, You are now just chasing sunk costs. You are throwing good money at money already lost to try to salvage a minor win and save some face. Bad idea, time to quit. Write this one down. You wanna marry the result, not the business. If the business isn't producing the result, fire the business. And number five, fear. Fear of what people will think. Fear of damage to your reputation as a winner. Fear of uh, the bruises your ego will suffer. This is when you got a cowboy or cowgirl up and get off that damn horse and quit. There is no shame in surrender. In fact, surrender opens you up to new possibilities and a fresh start. It often takes the closing of one door to create the opportunity to step forward and open up another. Now that you see the evaluation framework, does that clarify things for you? Is there now something that you just might need to quit and quickly?